Hello and welcome back to Basic Bible 102. If you were one of the ones who heard our initial lesson back in September, I greatly apologize for the delay. We ran into some technical issues with my computer and I got a new microphone and I'm just now getting back to getting this up and running. The books, of course, the lessons and uh, the leadership book and the student workbook has been available online. Uh, but I did want to go ahead and, and get the podcast out there because I know a lot of you depend on the podcast more than you do the actual homework and doing reading the lessons. And I think that's great. One of the things about Basic Bible 102 is that we are re-looking at the New Testament in a little bit more thorough way than we did with Basic Bible 101. So if you did listen to Basic Bible 101, and I hope you did, then you have a lot more background on what was happening in the Old Testament and how we led up to who Jesus is and what what changed in for the people of Israel when Jesus came on the scene and how that led into Christianity. On For this class, we are pretty much picking up where we left off with the Old Testament in Basic Bible 101 and looking again at the New Testament. Now the Bible is divided into two areas, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament covering the history and a lot of the original uh, law that the Jews uh, followed. The New Testament switches because Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah, comes on the scene. Now in the last lesson, in the intro to Basic Bible 102, I talked a little bit about who were the leaders of Israel at the time. Okay, we are talking about the uh, end of the centuries before Christ. And so basically, this is starting with 4 AD, more or less, um, about the time that Jesus was born. So the leadership at the time in Israel were, was Caesar, Obviously, Rome controlled all of Israel at the time. King Herod, who was a Jewish king who worked under Caesar. Uh, some of these, the scribes, the priests, the Pharisees, Sadducees, Sanhedrin. I would encourage you to go back and listen to 102's intro lesson again to remember who each of those um, different leadership uh, entities were. And that will help explain why things happened the way they did. We also covered some of the prophecies in the Old Testament from Genesis through the very end of the Old Testament. We saw little glimpses of the promise of a Messiah. And so the people of Israel were waiting for this Messiah. And one of the things I encouraged you to do was read all those different uh, prophecies that had been made about the Messiah. And then you would be prepared to see how that changed when Jesus came on the scene and how those prophecies were fulfilled. Okay, in this lesson, we're going to talk a little bit about the first four books of the New Testament. Uh, In fact, this entire study is going to be on the life of Christ. And the reason for that is is there is a lot that Jesus said and did that, of course, we could not cover in the four lessons of the um, original Basic Bible 101. So this spreads out that time, just the time that Jesus walked on the earth, into a complete study. The next section of Basic Bible 102 will cover the church and how once Jesus was crucified and rose again, the church just uh, 
grew from there. And that's going to be a great study. I want to, uh, I'm excited to get that out too. But for now, I want to finish up the podcast for one uh, to the first part on the life of Christ so that you will have a chance to really see who is this person, Jesus. Now, the purpose of basic Bible has always been to keep things simple and factual. And so there are different interpretations for what Jesus said and did, and people have different thoughts about who he was. Some people think he was just a good teacher. Some people think he was the son of God. Some people think he was uh, the promise of uh, the Savior that was to come, the Messiah who would lead, lead the Israelites to freedom. And all of those things are true, uh, but Jesus was much more than all of that. So today I'm going to start with lesson two. And if you have, if you went ahead and got the student workbook, I hope you had a chance to work on Matthew, the first three chapters of Matthew, the first three chapters of Luke, and then worked on your homework for that. The uh, lesson today is going to introduce you to the first four books of the New Testament, the Gospels. And then from there, we'll go uh, much deeper into each one of the four. But my goal has always been to take things chronologically rather than from you know skipping around and the reason for that is it's hard enough to study history without studying this happened over here and then 20 years later this happened and then you're switching back to 10 years back so basic bible is chronological and it's saying jesus did this then he did this he said this etc okay let's begin by looking at the authors of the first four books of the of the new testament the gospels and that is matthew mark luke and john and i'm going to describe a little bit about each one of these men matthew of course was one of the original disciples that followed jesus from the beginning his uh, account of what jesus said and did is based on first person recollection the second book is uh, Mark, it was written sometime later. Uh, it was a little bit, it was probably one of the first gospels that was written, and it is brief. It barely touches on different things. So you're not going to get the depth that you would get in, for example, John or Luke. Now, Luke, who, which was the third book, was written by a uh, follower of Paul. He really hung out with Paul. And we'll learn about these characters here shortly as we move through the New Testament. But for now, if you remember in Basic Bible 101, uh, Paul was came to understand who Jesus was after Jesus had already died on the cross and, and was resurrected. So he was not there to actually see what Jesus did and said. Uh, Luke, who, who was a missionary with Paul, decided that he would go back and get some first-person accounts. And so much of what Luke writes, he writes from having interviewed people who actually were there when the different events happened. So sort of like a reporter today going back and interviewing the people who witnessed 9-11 or whatever the, the uh, incident is. And then John, who was a disciple of of Jesus, he was one of Jesus' closest friends, writes pretty much from a perspective to help us understand the personality and the person of Jesus. 
His book is filled with passages of how Jesus cared about people. And John truly loved Jesus. He was his best friend. And so when you read the different Gospels, you get a different slant based on the perspective that person is coming from. Like I mentioned, Luke is much more of a reporter and is covering things in a as thorough a way as he can. John is much more of a poet type of, um, you know, like someone who's writing about someone they truly loved and cared about. Uh, but let's begin with Matthew, because Matthew begins by describing the circumstances surrounding Jesus' birth. Uh, he talks about the wise men. He taught, you know, all the things we learn in the Christmas story, most of that comes from Matthew and the book of Luke. And Matthew is pretty much writing that um, who, who Jesus really was. He covers the lineage of Jesus, um, that Jesus was a uh, born to a, basically Joseph and Mary, although Joseph wasn't really Jesus' father. Uh, Matthew, at the beginning of the New Testament, he was a, a tax collector, and tax collectors were greatly hated by the uh, Israel Israelites at the time, because they not only collected for Rome taxes, but they liked to line their own pockets as well. So they did not receive much respect. So when Jesus was uh, called Matthew to follow him, Matthew was far more, um, uh, he, he just entered a new phase of life, a, a phase where he was forgiven, where he was seen as um, loved, dearly loved by Jesus. Uh, Mark, on the other hand, was, um, he, he tended to gather material from several different sources, but he, like I said, his was probably one of the first accounts, and so it was really just a matter of getting things down on paper, because by the time that Mark wrote his book, uh, and, and like I said, it was probably the first account of Jesus, written account of Jesus, People who had didn't even know Jesus, hadn't ever met him in first person, had all these questions. And so Mark was trying to cover some of, you know, the highlights. Uh, let's see. So why do you think Luke says that he is writing this book to um, Theophilus? Well, Theophilus is more than likely a friend of his. And though he writes it to Theophilus as a letter, I'm sure he had a much bigger audience in mind. But I suspect that Theophilus was had lots of questions, wasn't too sure about all of this. And so Luke is doing as thorough a job as he can to cover the details. We will spend a lot of time in the book of Luke because even it, the stories that are mentioned in the other three Gospels tend to be expounded on more in the book of Luke. And then finally, as I mentioned, John being dearly beloved of God, I mean of Jesus, uh, he ends his book by saying, there's so many other things Jesus did that even if they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain all the, the books that would be written. So obviously he has the closest experience with Jesus. And one of the reasons when you first decide to check out Christianity, they encourage you to read the book of John is because John covers uh, the life of Jesus with a depth of love and a depth of personal um, involvement that you will not get from some of the other books. I mean, you do, you do, you, you sense that obviously this person had a relationship with Jesus, 
but not not to the depth that John did. Okay, let's look at your homework a little bit. If you had a chance to read through the accounts of Jesus' birth, you notice that Jesus was born to a young Jewish girl. Uh, she was from a family from the line of Judah. Now Judah, if you remember, some of the prophecies was that from Judah would be the uh, Messiah. Judah was one of the 12 sons of uh, Israel, Jacob, and then his name was changed to Israel. And so um, from a long, I mean, long time ago, uh, long before the time of the kings and all of that, the promised Messiah was to come from the line of Judah. So if you studied the two genealogies, the one that's listed in Matthew and the one that's listed in Luke, you will see a difference. And what happens is the difference takes place somewhere down the line where it seems to split. And Matthew is covering a different family li line than Luke is. And the thought is that Matthew or Luke, one of them is covering the ancestors of Mary, who truly was the mother of Jesus. And the other is covering Joseph's lineage because back then it was the father's lineage that counted. So we kind of see that uh, either way, either way, they ended up uh, coming, Jesus came from the line of Judah. Okay, uh, the, Luke includes the circumstances surrounding John the Baptist, his relationship to Jesus, why Jesus was born in Bethlehem, whereas Matthew mentions the wise men, explains Joseph's escaped into Egypt. Uh, Luke also wrote of how Jesus was presented in the temple. So we see there's differences in their accounts. They're talking about the same person and the same incidents. They're just bringing in different details. So what are some prophecies regarding the Messiah that are, were already fulfilled up to that point when you covered those first few chapters? Well, there's a lot of coincidences. Uh, it just so happens that Jesus is born in the Bethlehem, which was a uh, promise or prophecy that um, the capital of the house of David uh, in, in Micah 5.2 mentions this. At his birth, a host of angels appear to the shepherds who then welcome this and come to worship this child. Uh, the wise men, who are basically thought to be astrologers or people who watch the sky and kind of interpreted significant events uh, that were uh, shown in the stars, um, they were likely ambassadors from another country that brought gifts to this baby. And presuming the baby was a descendant of the king, these wise men came to the, the king at the time, who was King Herod, and said, oh, we came to worship the, the new king. And of course, Herod hadn't just had a son. He had no idea what they were talking about. And so he said, where exactly is this son, this, this new king? And... So they said they'd followed the star, and uh, basically King, King Herod said, well, when you find him, let me know, and I want to come worship him too, which he did not really want to come worship him. He wanted to come kill him, but nonetheless. So the wise men left, and they ended up at the house of Joseph and Mary. Now, it's thought that it was quite a while after Jesus was born, and so more than likely, the wise men came and did not worship Jesus in the manger, as we see in a lot of the um, Christmas 
uh, nativity scenes. Uh, they probably were back home by this time. And so Jesus was probably, well, we know he was under two years old by the time the Magi came. And they brought him great gifts, uh, gold, frankincense, which was a very expensive type of perfume, myrrh, all the things that the family could sell and have as um, a way to um, help bless this child as it was growing up. And as it turns out, they use a lot of that to get uh, to leave when uh, their lives are threatened by Herod. So that is pretty much what's happening in the first few chapters of Matthew and Luke. If you did not have a chance to read it, I encourage you to go back and do that. I won't cover all of that here in this because one, it was covered in Basic Bible 101 and also because you really need to read it for yourself. And so for for this lesson, you can see that we have covered the uh, the introduction to the, the four main books we're going to study and the authors, you know, who was, were writing these things. Now remember, we look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, actually all of the New Testament as scripture because it wasn't just one person writing down their thoughts as you and I might do with a journal or uh, writing a paper for school. The stories that, and the uh, events that were written by these four gentlemen were inspired. They were inspired by God. God prompted them. He reminded them and encouraged them to write it down. And we've received it to this day, all these thousands of years, um, because God intended for us to have it, to uh, understand more about Jesus and to learn about Jesus. So uh, even though it seems like just somebody writing these stories about Jesus, it really is much more than that. It's the inspired word of God. And in our next lesson, we are going to cover what does that mean? The inspired word of God or the spirit of God speaking through someone. Because that's kind of fundamental to understanding scripture. Uh, it's one thing to just read an account. I mean, anybody could read a book, a history book, and glean from it. Uh, there's a certain amount of it that's truth and a certain amount of it you question. But scripture is different because you can read, several people can read the same passage and see it differently and apply it differently to their lives. So it's important for us to understand that the Spirit of God, the sometimes referred to as Holy Spirit, uh, speaks through people. Uh, and in this case, he spoke through these four individuals when he was writing the stories of Jesus. Now, we'll learn a lot more about Jesus in the coming lessons. And if you did Basic Bible 101, you got a pretty good sense of Jesus' um, stories, his the way that he healed people. Um, his attitude about things. But this study is much more on the, um, what did that mean? Like, how would you apply it to your own life? If Jesus um, made a statement that seemed somewhat harsh and people responded to it differently, you know, some people took offense. Obviously, the Pharisees, who were the religious leaders at the time, were easily offended by things Jesus said. But other people took what Jesus said and it became, it was like refreshing and filled with hope. And a lot of that has to do with the way the Spirit of God uh, used it in that person's life. So 
that's why it's important next week for us to cover the Spirit of God. Um, you will see that you'll have, if you have the homework assignment, the workbooks, the, actually the first four lessons, three or four lessons, I'm not sure, um, uh, for Basic Bible 102 are on the basicbible102.com website. So you don't have to have ordered the books to go through the first few lessons. And I want to encourage you to do so because it'll help you read and kind of think through it yourself. Now you'll get a certain amount of introduction to all this just by listening to me. And that's always helpful to have someone uh, kind of help walk you through something. But you'll miss um, details because I'm not going to actually read <laughs> each of the passages. So um, I'm going to stop right there. And then next for next week, I would encourage you to read Matthew 3 through 4, uh, Mark, the first chapter of Mark. You can be introduced to Mark's writings. Luke, uh, chapter 2 through 4. And then John, once again, will be introduced to John's writings uh, in the first chapter of John. So if you will read those passages, it will help prepare you for our study of the Spirit of God. All right, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Basic Bible 102. And if you have questions, remember you can email me, Margie at basicbible101.com. Or really, I think you could probably email me at Margie at basicbible102.com as well. Margie is M-A-R-G-I-E. And you can pick up these workbooks. You can find the link on the website, but you can also go to uh, lulu.com, which is where they're published through. Uh, it should be available on Amazon eventually. It just isn't yet because Amazon requires a certain format for their workbooks and, well, for any of their books. And it hasn't been put in that format yet. But for now, I'm going to encourage you to go ahead and uh, read those passages and then uh, go to the website and download the first few lessons so that you can be prepared for the next podcast. And I'm going to try and do a much better job at getting these podcasts out to you. Thank you so much. And until next time, be blessed. <music>